With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, world. Welcome once again to Tuesday Talk with Key West Lou. I am your host, Louis Patron. Been a big week again. Uh, these weeks are too heavy. We have too many serious matters going on in our country alone. Forget worldwide. Uh, it's terrible. The whole thing is terrible. People are suffering in this country. Uh, things are not good, and I hope our society, our country wakes up. And I do blame Donald Trump for all this. We made a mistake in electing him. He is our duly elected president. Uh, hopefully we'll knock him out of the box in 2020 uh, by the vote. But And hopefully before then he gets impeached. What can I tell you? That's how I feel. The man is destroying my country and your country. Let me talk first about the shutdown. His idea, no one else's. The shutdown. He shut down part of the country. Part of the government, 800,000 people. As of today, it is the longest shutdown in U.S. history, 25 days. Isn't that amazing? 25 days. That means that 800 people, 800,000 people are not being paid. Half of them are working and will get paid later on, hopefully and technically. And the others aren't going to see any money, the other 400000 These are not rich people. These are thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 a year, governmental employees, most of them. Paycheck to paycheck, like most people in our country today. And he doesn't care. He doesn't feel for them. He doesn't understand what they're going through. He needs that wall to preserve his image, to make his people know that he fought hard for a wall that really isn't needed, is not required. Now, he says we've got a national emergency here. Uh, there is no national emergency. Uh, a national emergency is if someone came over and bombed us today, if it was another Pearl Harbor or another 9-11, that's a national emergency. Keeping the people from crossing the border seeking asylum is not a national emergency, but he's trying to sell that bit so he can get moved, hopefully, get the Army involved more than they are, uh, and compel us, compel the American people to say, we've got to do this because there's a national emergency. Then he'll have money to build his wall and everything else. Now, he tells us that these illegals uh, are coming through the Mexican, the border from Mexico. Well, where they are coming, that's, many do come. I'm not denying that. Not as many come from through Canada every year. More come through Canada than through Mexico. We're not doing anything at that border. More come into our major cities on ships and planes. We're not doing anything about those people. It's just this wall he wants to build on the Mexican border. And interestingly, where he plans on building the wall are in the places where the fewest Mexicans are coming through. Fact. Okay, now let me tell you another thing interesting about this whole thing. If this shutdown continues for two more weeks, 
the cost to our economy, the cost to the economy of the United States will exceed the price that he's looking for for the wall. Five billion seven was it five billion seven five billion seven million dollars, five billion seven hundred thousand. It's five billion something. Whatever he wants, our economy will hurt more than the amount he's seeking. Look at the airport lines. Fortunately, I haven't been traveling lately. I hate the lines to begin with, waiting to get on a plane to go through security, because they aren't getting paid. Many of them aren't working. And what happens? Lines are long. Now, right now, a normal line that was taken maybe 15 minutes is taking an hour and a half. Next week, it's going to be worse, because the longer this goes on, the fewer people that are going to show up for work. He doesn't understand. He's inconveniencing these people. He walks out of the White House, gets in a helicopter. Helicopter takes him to an airport. He gets on Air Force One. He takes off right away. He goes wherever he wants to go. doesn't work that way for the people in this country. I want to switch briefly to the tariff wars. As those of you who read my blog, and I know many of you do, I got a number the other day, by the way. Uh, I'm working on something else some promotion work for my blog and other th things I do. And finally ascertain the actual number of subscribers I have to my blog. This little thing I put out every morning, which I've been doing for about 13 years now. Uh, and I got to tell you, <laughs> you're not going to believe this. It, it takes my breath away. I have 69,000 subscribers. That's a lot, 69,000 subscribers. And I don't promote this in any way other than maybe talk about it irritationally or something. Anyhow, as those of you who read my blog know, I spend most of my time in the evening at the chart room at the Pier House. It's my first stop. It's my watering hole most nights. And uh, the, pier, the chart room was built in 1967 when the Pier House was built. It has never been remodeled since. It's a little room, very small. It hasn't even gotten a new coat of paint since 1967. It's exactly as Key West was in 1967. It still is today. I consider the chart room the crossroads of America. People come in from all over the world, not just every state, all over the world. And I get to meet them. Some come to visit me. I, I know a lot of people now. They come back every year. They become my friends. But a lot come because of the blog, and they want to meet Key West Lou. I'm not saying this to brag or anything. I want to show you what is occurring here. I get to meet people from all over the world, all over our country, and get to understand better their problems. Let me talk about the tariff wars. You remember Trump said, ooh, tariff wars are good. I know how to win tariff wars. Just like people are taking a beating economically because of the governmental shutdown, people are taking a beating because of the tariff wars. Examples. Met a couple from New Jersey this past week. First time I ever met them. Relatively young, I'd say 35 to 40. Uh, college degrees. Husband uh, became a farmer. His family wasn't in the farming business. He and two of his friends both thought it would be a good business to go into. And they've been making good money for about 10 years till this year. He told me he has not taken in a penny since November. Not one penny. Now, he's, their farm's in New Jersey. It's a big farm. These guys bought it, and they work it. And they sell whatever they grow to a broker 
who immediately puts it on a ship, and it goes to China generally. He raises soybeans, corn, and barley. Soybeans, barley, and corn. Has not sold anything since November. That's why he has not made any money. So I said, gee whiz, doesn't this stuff rot? What do you do with it? He says, no, no. Fortunately, all these products can be stored. So he says, we're storing our silos, we're we're throwing it under tarpaulins, we're putting it in big barns, and we're saving it when we can sell it. Well, the problem is, I also have met people recently from Iowa, and I've met people from Indiana, who are soybean, wheat, and corn farmers generally. They have the same problem. They haven't made a penny. They haven't sold anything in about three or four months. They're hurting. Uh, they're storing everything in the silo under tarpaulins and everything else because they're going to sell when we go, get off this guy. I'm sure I was going to swear. I apologize, but get away, remove ourselves from this tariff war, especially with China. We need China. China needs us. Uh, the only trouble is, I said to all of them, I said, well, when the time comes, the tariff wars are over. There's going to be an overproduction of soybeans, corn, barley, wheat, to be sold. You can't all sell at one time like that where, where you've got all this per product because they, they got more product than they should have right now being stored. You're going to have a glut on the market, and you're not going to get your dollar. But at least we're going to get a dollar, they said, till things normalize. In the meantime, you think China's sitting on their ass? They're making big deals with Canada. And they're making very big deals with Brazil. And once these deals are made, they're going to be very hard to change for many years. I want to deviate for a moment. Uh, Something I saw today that brought tears to my eyes, uh, what I'm going to share with you would melt even the coldest heart. There was a video on the Internet, and uh, it was an 11-month-old baby baby girl, mother, baby girl sitting on the mother's lap, and the baby sister, the mother's other daughter, who I don't know how old she was, but when they took a shot of her face, she had very few teeth left. She's at that stage of life. And here's the story. Uh, The 11-month-old is Scarlett Benjamin. When she was three months old, she had a bacterial infection. She lost most of her hearing because of antibiotics. Whatever the antibiotics were to cure her took away a significant amount of her hearing. Basically, she can't hear. A hearing aid was created especially for her and her problem. And when it was used yesterday for the first time, they videoed it. All right, cell phones. Everybody videos everything today. And the first, the baby's on the mother's lap with this hearing aid on her, one of her ears. The mother's holding her, and her sister, the toothless sister, that time of her life, started talking to her. And the baby looked with this strange look at her sister, and all of a sudden, bust out laughing. Picture an 11-year-old who goes crazy laughing. Then the mother talked. Mother, as tears are coming down her face, talks to the little baby. She turns her head around, and she laughs even more crazy when she hears the mother talking. Brought tears to my eyes. I've got to tell you this. It was only a uh, a two-minute video, but it was a tearjerker. Go find it. I Please, for your benefit, see it. 
You'll find it under, this is the best I can give you for this, best days of our lives, quote, unquote, best days of our lives. Uh, it, it seems to be under some sort of a reporter. Her name's Natalie Newport. She's the national curator, national curator at WAPT 16 ABC. I repeat, WAPT 16 ABC, Natalie Newport, national curator, the best days of our lives. God bless this little girl. And this is where God is good. You follow me? God isn't always good. I, I wrote about this last week, but this is an instance of where unquestionably God is good. I want to talk about the opiate crisis. Now, I'm going to share something with you you may not be aware of. Until recently, more people were killed in the United States by automobile accidents. Most people were killed in the United States by automobile accidents. Makes sense. No one would argue with it. Well, the National Safety Council came out with their most recent numbers last week. The numbers were for 2017. First time in history, it isn't automobile accidents. It's opiates. Opiates, opiate deaths from opiates, from overdosing on that drug, okay, are killing more people today in the United States than automobile accidents. And it continues to increase. And why did the opiates beat the automobile accident victims? The increase is primarily with, and this is going to blow your mind, Growing children and adolescents. The increase is because of growing children and adolescents. Our kids are really getting hit. Uh, now, I've written about this for the last two or three years, this opiate crisis. Uh, a lot of it starts off in Afghanistan. 95% of the heroin in the world comes in the United States comes from Afghanistan. And I've been questioning why. Tell me why we've been at war for 17 years in Afghanistan. Tell me why also, and everything I'm sharing with you is fact and what I've been writing about for two or three years, why, with all the bombs that are fall, have fallen in Afghanistan, with all the people that have been killed in Afghanistan, has not one pop, opium field, poppies, they grow poppies, that they turn into heroin, they even produce it there. Why hasn't one poppy farm, poppy field, opium farm, been hit by a bomb? Why has not one opium farmer been killed? Why hasn't one warlord who controls the opium fields in certain areas been killed? Nobody gets killed. The farms don't get destroyed. Absolutely amazing, which has to mean people are on the take. This is big money when you're talking drugs like this. Huge money. And I say this. You've got to have Afghanistan people, illegitimate, legitimate, on the take. You've got to have the Afghan government, certain people there, on the take. And I've also suggested, and I continue to suggest, got to have military personnel from the United States playing the game also on the take. Because nothing, they never, nothing ever happens as bad to these people. In addition to which, our government spends billions of dollars every year to eradicate the poppy fields in Afghanistan and never has one been eradicated. And that's the story there. Now, Donald Trump has many lawsuits against him. He has many problems. He's facing the Mueller investigation. 
Uh, he's got lawyers up the ass. The only way I can describe it. It was announced last week by a fellow by the name of Cipollone. Cipollone is the white, new White House counsel. He was appointed in December. He's the White House counsel. Now, legally, technically, he is not. He is not. He's the lawyer for Trump because Trump is an employee of the White House, but he doesn't have an attorney-client relationship with Trump, a danger for Trump in this situation. But because he works for the uh, White House, he's a government employee, and Trump is a government employee. Also being you, uh, Cipollone's people, he has many lawyers, as I'm going to get to, uh, representing Donald Trump and Jared Kushner and Pence. Pence has been sued a few times. And these are the situations where these individuals are sued as president of the United States, vice president of the United States. They've got to have a title. All right. If they're sued in their governmental position, then they're entitled free of charge to lawyers. Now, why am I getting into this? Last week it was reported that Cipollone last week hired 17 new lawyers to work under him. 17. I don't know how many he had before. He had at least 17 before. But 17 new lawyers to work on the Mueller investigation under him in the White House Counsel's office. Look at all the lawyers these guys got. Look at all the lawyers the president has. And he doesn't pay a penny for them. Can you imagine? Now, when he gets sued individually, he has to pay his own. I, wait, he has to get his own lawyer. He has his own lawyer. And I don't know who pays his personal lawyer. Would you believe I researched this? I spent about an hour on it. And I said, I can't find it. I don't know who pays Trump's lawyers. And I'm wondering if they're all getting paid by the government. Uh, even in those situations where he sued as Donald Trump and not Donald Trump president of the United States. Now, appreciate what I'm saying. The 17 new lawyers, Cipollone and all the other lawyers that are representing these fellows, where they're sued in their official capacities, their salaries are paid by the taxpayers of the United States. You understand that? And it's been this way since 1993. I'll tell you what this reminds me of. Recall last year, we became aware for the first time that congressmen, if they chased their secretary around the desk or uh, they entered into an illicit relationship with some woman, uh, let's say, where they could be sued in their official capacity, and they were sued because of trying to have sex with a woman, they were pushing their position. Well, they would enter into a settlement quickly as possible, and the figures, many of the figures were in the six figures. Uh, and guess who paid that? You did, and I did. The United States of America, the government of the United States, taxpayers' dollars, and no one ever heard about this, were paid. So if a fellow settled with a secretary who chased around the desk 300 grand, it came out of taxpayers' dollars. They had a special fund for this, a slush fund. And congressman didn't have to worry about it they got rid of that law last year when all these things sexually me too the me too situations came up and they stopped doing that the president his son pence it's jared getting having their attorneys paid uh who are their attorneys white house counsel attorneys and there's got to be a ton of them with the numbers i gave you it's wrong too 
It's the same as me, too. Why should the taxpayers uh, pay for someone who does something wrong, like I assume Trump is doing? I assume they're all doing something wrong, okay? And that's the story there. Now, I want to talk about this guy, William Barr, who will be, there's no, he's going to get approved, uh, the new attorney general of the United States. Uh, I watched today. I was sitting here at my desk. I got the TV in the corner here, one eye on the TV, one eye on my computer screen. I'm working and watching the show and listening. Uh, Good-looking guy, 68 years old, retired. He's up counsel to one of the major law firms in Washington. He says he only has one client. If he's only got one client, he's got 15 assistants helping him with that client. So he really doesn't work. And he says, I'm basically retired. He was Attorney General of the United States under Bush 41, the first Bush, the father. Uh, But now he's packed it in at 68. All of a sudden, he wants to come back to work as Attorney General of the United States. He has to be out of his mind, okay? Especially in this, the atmosphere that's down there in the White House and in Washington today. He would like to be Attorney General again. I watched him today. He's before the uh, Senate committee doing their advice and consent to see if he should be recommended. Uh, And he's going to be recommended because the Republicans control the committee. So there's no issue there. He looks good. He he looks fatherly, grandfatherly, little heavy, uh, speaks well, professorial, horn-rimmed glasses, button-down collar, perfect. And uh, he started off good this morning. It didn't last long, about an hour, an hour and a half. And then he, he started, the questions got a little harder, and he started getting in trouble. But here's what the man basically says, that uh, when the Mueller investigate, he's not going to fire Mueller. He and Mueller are very good friends. He has a tremendous respect for, for Robert Mueller. And he's going to let Mueller finish the investigation. But the way the law is set now for this special uh, special investigation, Mueller's report does not go to the Congress or to the people of the United States. It first goes to the Attorney General. And the Attorney General decides if it will go to Congress or Congress and the people. And if he doesn't do it, tough. We'll never see it. Or... He says, oh, I want, I, you know, I, I want transparency. I want everybody to see everything. But there's some things they probably shouldn't see. So what he's going to do probably is go through and take out the parts they shouldn't see. And what it boiled down to, he might rewrite it into a very short form and issue that. Not the way it should be, okay? We're going to get his report rather than the Mueller report, okay? Not right, not right. Should he recuse himself? just like Sessions did, and I'm sure this issue came up when Trump asked him to be attorney general. Recall last summer, William Barr wrote, he says no one asked him to do it, he was retired, he had nothing better to do, so in his home he sat down, he wrote a 19-page document where he said the president, in effect I'm saying, the president of the United States uh, cannot be impeached, cannot be indicted, Uh, All this crap going on with Mueller is crap. Hey, okay. But now he comes and he wants to be attorney general, and I think he's got himself a problem here, and he's going to have to recuse himself, 
which means he won't get involved. They'll have a Robert Rothschild or somebody working it over uh, Mueller. Uh, they asked him because would he go submit to the ethics committee? There is an ethics committee in government that reviews things and makes a decision whether the person involved should stay with that particular function or recuse themselves and not get involved in that particular case. He says, oh, definitely, he is going to submit to the Ethics Committee his situation, having written that report and some public things he said. But, he said, but, but, if the Ethics Committee comes back and says, you should recuse yourself, he says, it's up to me to decide whether I want to or not, because under the law, the only one that can recuse me is me. So I'm, I'm not telling you I will definitely accept the report of the Ethics Committee. I'll look at it and then decide if I want to also. Uh, um, th- let me give you some other things. I'm not comfortable with this guy. This is what the man's trying to tell you. He's going to be our attorney general, though. We're, we're, we, we, why does this happen to us? We always get set up. The people of the United States are getting set up for an attorney general who's going to be pro-Trump. That's right, but do what Trump wants. You can see it already from the way I'm talking. I don't even know where the hell they found this guy from, but he sends it a report last summer that no one asked him for, but he thought he'd mail it in. The president got a hold of him and said, gee, this must be a good guy to represent the people as attorney general. He praised Jeff, uh, Jeff Sessions. Yes. He says, regarding the things he did on the border, and with regard to the wall, he had the highest respect for Jeff Sessions, and he did things right. You know, Jeff Sessions said, take the kids away from the parents. Got it? He thought that was okay, all right? He also said twice, we've got to do something. He didn't say a wall, but we need some sort of a barrier. And you know why? Because thousands are coming across the border. Did you hear me? That's the number he used. Thousands are coming across the border. Uh, into voter suppression. He doesn't see vote, that there's a problem with voter suppression, that the, that the people of color are being suppressed from voting. What he sees is that there are people who are cheating to get more votes by you know making the dead vote ten times or things like that. And that's the voter stuff that he has to deal with. But he doesn't see the minorities getting screwed in the last few years. So, my friends, I don't like this guy. I don't think he's going to be good for our country. Uh, and he, we're never, we're never. I don't know if we're ever going to hear the true story about the Mueller investigation. What Mueller finally came down with. Mueller is a very smart man. I just got a feeling somehow and legally this thing's going to get out, and I hope it does. The whole world should know what happened here because it cannot be good for Donald Trump, and we should know. Today, Donald Trump, guess what they announced? The rumor is, or he didn't announce it, but the rumor is today out of the White House that he wants to get out of NATO. He said this before, but now he's seriously considering getting out of NATO. Absolute lunacy! I mean, if we ever had to go war again, with war with Russia, China, we need other countries with us. We cannot stand alone. We cannot stand alone and survive. And I, I want to say this, too. It's been suggested in the, during the past week that Trump has been, before the election and since the election, a Russian asset, that he's in bed with Putin. 
Now, I got the feeling he is, or he wouldn't do all these things. He praises Russian Putin all the time. They've got to have something on him. I read somewhere today or yesterday, and I quote, people on treasonous paths do not know they are on a treasonous path till it's too late. I'll give our president the benefit of the doubt. He may not have realized what he's doing. People on treasonous paths do not know they are on a treasonous path till it's too late. I wrote in my blog last week, those of you who read the blog read it, I compared, I said that Donald Trump would end up making Benedict Arnold look like a patriot. Donald Trump, in the final analysis, would make Benedict Arnold look like a patriot because he treason, Donald treason, Benedict Arnold, biggest treason man in the history of this country. I sense Donald Trump is going there. Uh, woo, where am I now? Oh, one last thing because I'm running out of time. There's a new caravan that just left this week. Yep, from Honduras, 600 people. Uh, it left on the 11th. 300 are walking, 300 are, are traveling on a bus. Uh, Washington immediately announced that the United States troops that have been deployed to the border, their time, though, they're supposed to come back this month or next month, has been extended through September. My concern is at some point somebody's going to shoot somebody and it's going to be a terrible thing that's going to happen at that border. That's the show for this week. I have so much more here. I'm seriously considering extending this to an hour uh, at some point. But anyhow, uh, I'm glad you joined me. Thank you. As I told you, the numbers go up every week. I absolutely love this show. Uh, and I thank you again for joining me, and I look forward next week to joining you again. Good night. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.